Shalom, I'm Rab Yoni, and this is the Shar Hapares podcast. Let's dive in through the gate of the orchard. Okay, okay, okay. Maybe this uh, episode's a little late on the schedule, but you know we're in the month of Adar. Okay, maybe it's it's Adar, it's Adar Shani. All right, I get it, I get it, I get it. And it's Averosh Chodesh. Okay, 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 okay. However, 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 it's still before Purim. I think I can still do this. Okay, here we go. And the month of Adar, we increase our joy. So says the Gemara, and it's a mitzvah. Why is that? There's many concepts to this. There's the concept of the annual calendar, right? That there's uh, times of expansiveness, attractiveness. It's very Kabbalistic. And it gets into this, more or less, there are times when joy, when simcha, is more of a chiyav than normal. Now get this. Simcha is not an emotion. It's an avoda. It is an obligation every day. It's part of being a yin. It's just how it is. That said, in the month of Adar, we have to increase our joy. So how do we put this together? Okay, maybe we have less joy in sometimes. I mean, it's it's a lot harder to have joy on Tishbahav, right? We're not supposed to have joy in certain forms, and yet we still we still have to have a, a part of it. Okay? Which sounds weird. Uh, before all the alarms go off, before everybody freaks out, I want to share something. I'm going to share... A story from Rabbi Nachman of Breslov, master storyteller, bioclans, bio master storyteller, amazing works, right? So I want to sh- I want to share the story with you, Rabbi Nachman. Okay, it it's a very applicable story to this time, not only because of Adar, but also because of how we've been going through the pandemic. If you died in the last week, you got my extra long episode on uh, dealing with some issues with Emuna, Betachun, and Hishtatlis with the pandemic. And now you're going to get the other component, which is a very critical component. So let's dive into the story. Once upon a time, ooh, right? You, you do the low clouds and everything. Once upon a time, there's a poor miner who would toil at work to find pennies on the coal, just enough to scrape by. After a long time of this hard labor, many years, the miner discovered a diamond the size of his fist. He took it to a gem specialist, who told him he needed to travel to another city, a ship's voyage away, in order to get its fullest value. The poor man spent all of his savings to get on the docks, he had no fare for the ship. Oh, no fare. He found the captain, showed the captain the diamond, and told the captain he needs to take it to the sea to sell it. And when he does that, he gave the captain half the fortune. The captain, a dealer and shady entrepreneur, readily agreed and gave the man first-class accommodations. The poor man was very happy and showed his simcha clearly. He bathed and ate luxurious meals, always setting the stone in front of him while he ate to give him more simcha. He'd be invited to the captain's quarters regularly to talk, and he would share his tales of hard labor. The captain believed the man, this poor man, to be very simple yet untruthful. One time during the Suda, this poor man fell asleep 
and left the stone sitting on the table next to the remains of his meal. Help came in to clean up during his rest, gathered everything on the table, and tossed it into the ocean. The poor man woke up to discover that his precious gem had been cast to the depths of the sea. He was quite worried and knew for sure this captain was very shrewd. It would kill him an instant if he found out. He had no choice but to remain in a state of simcha, to keep a ruse, to fake it till he makes it, to keep himself alive. The captain popped over in and out through coming days, see him celebrating his meals, dancing, enjoying, lavish. He's no suspicion whatsoever. The poor man pulled it off so perfectly with such genuine simcha, albeit terrified simcha, but such genuine simcha, the captain never suspected that this was a ruse and that the diamond was gone. The night before docking, this captain, this, this shrewd, shady man, invited this poor man to his quarters again. The captain asked the poor man, knowing he was simple and honest, so therefore he could be trusted. If he would sign the cargo of wheat he was importing over to the poor man in order to import it with less taxes, and then the poor man sell it for the captain. The poor man, terrified, he agreed because he didn't want to upset the captain. The bill of sale was made, and as the ship was coming to dock, the captain died unexpectedly. Ah, leaving the value of the wheat to the poor man a value much higher than the diamond was to be worth. What do we get from this? What's the lesson? What's, what is it? The poor man kept Simcha even when the journey got dark and was rewarded for it. Come back to Hashem saying Simcha, joy. It's not an emotion, but a constant avoda. Our Simcha, especially during the season of Adar, our Simcha, especially during right now, needs to be abundant and overflowing. This is the only way we can make it through the darker days of our own journeys. When Hashem sees we keep our avoda of simcha, even in sorrow or in fear, then He rewards us doubly. With fulfilling the pay of that simcha, the act of work of joy, sometimes here, but definitely in the world to come. Perhaps, as we've been dealing with this pandemic, the only way we can make it through the darkness of Corona is to say, Baruch Hashem, there's Corona. Ah, Baruch Hashem, there's Corona. And there's an Abishter who created Corona, who brought it, will be the only one to redeem us from it. May we have only Simcha to bring us forward, not anxiety, fear, or worry. So this Adar, grab onto that Simcha and don't let go and dance it out. Have abundant Simcha. Not because you want to be happy and in the mood, but because it's an avoda. It's a serious avoda that we need to show Simcha. We need to do it. We need to sing. We need to sing, right? When we're doing Kabbalah Shabbat, we need to sing those songs. We need to dance. We need to get into it. We need to do it. Because this is what Hashem wants from us. He wants us to be down here and to enjoy and to celebrate and to give Him a form of glory, a form of praise. Thank you for Shabbat. Let me dance and show you how amazing it is. Thank you. We need true Simcha. I know this is a very Hasidic concept, but you're listening to a Hasid on a Hasidic podcast. What more do you want, right? We have to accept Simcha as a core of our lives 
and engage in it because it leads us into higher levels of Kedusha, to the inner court of Hashem's glory, into being Devak to Him, Devakus. Simcha is the key to figuring out our Hishtatlis and our Betakon based off the conviction of the heart, the Amuna. Simcha is a practical and easy way to practice every day. And no better time than right now, the month of Adar. Thank you for listening to Shahar Parties on Anchor by Spotify. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes or Spotify and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? I'd love to hear from you. Please message Yidbrook on Facebook or leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app. If you're not on social media, it's okay. Just send me your ideas at yidbrook.com kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor by Spotify or by visiting yidbrook.com donate. You can also show your support by sharing my podcast with others and also by purchasing my custom-made Judaica jewelry or artisan beard balm on Etsy or at yidbrook.com store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrook Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at yidbrook.com Kabbalah.